0: I'm Kevin O'Coin, and I'm Brian Ackley. This is Life in the Rough, the podcast, episode thirty-nine. Happy Labor Day, Kev. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to you, Brian. Well, it's thanks, it's an honor to be a part of your holiday and to be able to record on this the holiest of all days. Well, I laborious. Yeah, I feel I feel like I labor a lot. Um, I'll be looking forward to when my wife's in labor. Um, But I feel like the rest of the year that I I labor a lot. So like, yeah, I appreciate having this day off. Um, I I truly do appreciate it. I would consider I would say I'm a labor intensive person. Yeah, maybe. I I, I mean, I feel that my golf game is labor intensive. I sure feel uh like I'm exhausted after I go out and play golf. Oh dude, I I am ext- I almost didn't play golf today because I was so tired from playing so much golf this weekend and I went and played anyway. But my um you ever play so much golf that like your hands hurt? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Oh yeah, man. It's That's- fucking like it's like my left thumb I can't like fully extend it. My right pinky's all je- I'm like I'm a mess. I feel like uh Brooksie, I'm going to pull out. Dude. Pull out of the next tournament with a sore pinky. I played today and I'm not even kidding. Like I pull into the garage, I'm getting home and I'm like getting out of my car and I'm like walking inside like six inch steps. And I'm like, uh, you would expect me, like if you just saw me behind a curtain in just a shadow, you'd expect me to be in like a bathrobe, flip flops and be 85 years old. and Like your hand on your back. Yeah. Like, dude, I couldn't even. Honey, get me my walker. Like it was yeah i i I, i've been feeling that way a lot lately um after walking some rounds i think it's probably because i'm putting myself in poor position to be in and i'm doing more walking than i should be but i also think it's just i'm out of shape so um definitely need to work on that um it is already september um and golf season's ending soon so i'm not really sure uh yeah, maybe what? you're gonna get a little off-season routine to get yeah. in shape. Yeah, because but... I'm gonna get a membership at the gym, Hazio. There's no <laughs> way I'm going to the gym, dude. I it's weird. I've been noticing something similar. Not like right after the rounds, but when I wake up in the morning, I I feel like I need a solid three hours before my body loosens up. <laughs> like I'm uh, getting tight out there, dude. I same thing. I show up this morning uh, at an eight fifty two tea time. And playing with Dennis, friend of the pod. And like, I got out of my car and I, I I just sat there for like two minutes. Like, like I just put my feet out and then I just was like, I hope no one's looking like, I don't know why I feel so exhausted from just driving 40 minutes to get here. But yeah, it's like when I wake up first thing, I, you know, get dressed, do all that. And then hop in the car. It's like, I haven't gotten the chance to like really wake up yet. Um, Yeah. And in the parking lot, I was like, oh, geez, I, I got out the swing stick, threw a couple rounds into that. And I was like, well, we're as ready as we're ever going to be at this point. 100%. Do you like the swing stick? I do. Um, I This is my first year with it. I didn't. So also, uh, disclaimer, I bought one that only costs like 20, 30 bucks. Like the the name brand one is like 90, $100, something ridiculous like that. I yeah, got You could one probably on- make one for 10 bucks. Yeah, I, oh, I'm not, oh, sorry, I'm not trying to say, like, you should have made one for 10, like, I would have spent the 20 bucks, too. I'm just saying, like, I'm sure you could, like, I'm sure for the people making it, they spend $10 to make it, so don't sell it to me for 90 is what I'm saying. For sure. It's, you know, some sort of, like, really heavy, thick rubber um so you need something like that that flexes that that like bends back and forth you wouldn't want to just like swing something heavy because you'd probably end up like throwing your back out but yeah i i hadn't had one before this year my brother-in-law said that he really enjoyed it so i was like all right let's give it a shot i went with the the cheaper one uh it's the same exact um same exact product um and I, I definitely like it swing it like 10, 15 times, eh, maybe like 15 to 20 times before around. round. And it just really like loosens up your back um, as opposed to like, I'd throw, I used to just throw the uh, club over the back of my head and like try to like wrap my arms over it and just kind of like do that. But honestly, it doesn't do anywhere near the justice that the swing stick uh, does. So I, it is a product that I would endorse. Nice. Yeah, I can definitely like it kind of forces you to take like those long, elaborated mm-hmm. swings and it's heavy. So like it pulls your muscles in that direction and like yeah. stretching, like bending over and touching your toes, like stretching those muscles is going to help you a little bit. But like you're not bending over and touching your toes when you're swinging the golf club. You know what I mean? Like it's you're trying to like loosen up the muscles you're using a lot. Yeah. And I'm not touching my toes unless my knees are bent. So <laughs> we've got some problems. You can't touch your toes. Let me try ow i can't I, I can do it all right i can do it but it hurt it didn't feel good wow you are soft i no i'm just not flexible you circus dole son of a bitch um, that's funny i did i made a circus dole reference this weekend i can't believe you just brought that up that's pretty random that's pretty random we got um, it like that that's right man so we've got we guys we've got to get to it um Yeah, we've we've got we've got to draft it in an hour from now. So this is not going to be another lengthy episode, uh, we promise. But we will continue to um, hammer you with some information. So I played three times. I played Saturday. I played Sunday. I played Monday, Labor Day, Labor Intensive. Need to get out there and find some rough. Hell yeah. Um, So I played Blackledge, Gilead, Blackledge, Anderson, and then Rolling Meadows out, out in Ellington. Dude, I saw uh, that's one of my favorite courses, like period, but also like just in Connecticut. But when I saw your, I don't know if it was on Snapchat or wherever, I saw like your story. You mm-hmm. said Ellington, and I was like, oh, I hope he's playing at Rolling Meadows because that is an awesome course. Have you yeah. not played there before? I I don't think I've ever played there before. No, um, my buddy. They have Dennis, great greens, very nice. I mean, difficult. I, I and we'll get into it, but um, no, it was a. I I had a lot of fun definitely a little slow at times um we had a little bit of an issue with someone hitting into us we will get into that as well juicy story there um and but no the the course as a whole i was so pleased with 40 bucks to walk on a holiday i yeah it's awesome uh, very pleased only a two dollars $2 for a power uh, five dollars for a white claw i thought was a little bit much but yeah it's okay well Dude, they used to do, um, back when I was in, like, uh, like college age, um, me and my buddies, during the week, they do, if you have four people riding 18, it's 40 bucks a person to ride 18. Wow. So, like, when, I don't know, like, when you're working, like, a summer job in college and you have, like, random weekdays yeah. off, you know what I mean? Like, we would always and go do that. It's a great, are- and it's great course. Like, it's in good shape. It is in good shape. Um, it was a little, I, I mean, it was very wet because yeah. of all the rain that we got last week but um no the the course was in great shape um had a blast um and i'm definitely gonna get back out there dennis lives right down the road so i'm sure sure we'll get out there and play again but that adds another that's a the 20 now i'm up to 21 courses i've played this year i am I, that i've logged a handicap out we are getting out there um i huh, am that's I, awesome i'm i'm I i'm getting out there Listen. Yeah, I played a new course this weekend too. Actually, love it. New course alert! Woo yeah. dude. So listen to this. It um, it's like the course has been around for. It's called Fairways of Half Moon. It's like twenty minutes up the highway from where I live. Um, it was super nice. Like fastest greens that I've played on this year, probably like okay. really really fast. Um, very well taken care of course. And when I went to log my score in my Gin app, it wasn't like registered with gin or whatever oh, which is sucks. weird but they do have a course rating and slope on their card and you're able to manually input your score oh in that's Jin. cool i don't yeah, know which that. i didn't know um so for anybody curious about if that's ever happened to anybody do that it's down at the bottom um yeah i didn't i didn't realize you could do that because that happened to me at world tour golf links um it, it didn't have a rating oh can you look up the scorecard i Kev, you know i have the scorecard right in front of me um yeah pull I, it up see it see if they have the uh i guess you um, can't really I, I mean you could post it but it wouldn't even be in your last 20 anyway so it doesn't even matter definitely wouldn't all right right to the middle of the pack here world world tour golf links no editing required ladies and gentlemen this is right off the cuff uh nope no ratings oh okay Shit ton of sponsors though. Look at that. There's like fucking 20 sponsors on that goddamn scorecard. Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, Those no. Those are the, the courses back. that the holes are from. On, on on the back, on the back. Oh. Um, men's rating. We were playing, we were playing the golds. Um 70.5, 129 slope. Okay. And I shot an 86. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, so. Just a reminder, guys, of how I did back um, on where, June twenty seventh. Yeah, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach. Bro, yeah. Myrtle Beach oh, come on, a recording on vacation, uh, like dedicated. I'm over. I'm dedicated, bro. So So dedicated. Um, all right. Well, I mean, you and I both played. You said you played Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. I played twenty seven Saturday, twenty seven Sunday, and. I played again today, Monday. Jesus. So we have a lot of golf to talk about. Jesus. Well, I don't have. I mean, I've got some things that I I, I want to share, and I'll tell you, you know, how I played. But I don't really need to. None of my rounds were impressive whatsoever. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I don't need to go into crazy detail on two. I have one round I would like to discuss a little bit more closely. But I, I agree. I I played so much. There's no way we can go into great great detail. About the our detail rounds. that everyone loves. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I played Saturday, uh, Anderson Glenn. So these were my tee times this weekend, nine o'clock, eight o'clock, nine, uh, eight 52. So I didn't, I wasn't teeing off after nine uh, this weekend. And people are like, how do you get, how do you play so much golf? Well, you get up early and play. Like you can't just go out there for a two o'clock tee time or a one o'clock tee time and think that you're not going to get like a five-hour round or get smacked like you just can't do it so you got to get up early get out there if you really want to chase those birdies we'll come back to this when i talk about what time i played this weekend too oh god i hope i didn't just make an <laughs> asshole comment but um anyways um so played anderson glenn um saturday morning i got paired up in the in the men's club um which i didn't i didn't hate i i, I just thought it was a little interesting um, that yeah. They offer tea times during the men's club. I but guess I if you're going to get any time, I think like oh, there's Saturday, okay. there's an event Sunday. Like I, I, I think that they just, I, I don't, I don't know. I, it was strange. I've, it's never happened to me before where I was paired up in the men's league. And I kind of, I'd like to say I play there pretty often on the weekends at, like in the morning, you play, what are the odds time? that like every weekend I'm just on the opposite course that they're playing? So, like, I thought it was interesting. Um, another thing I thought that was interesting is what they would do, Kev, and there's got to be a better way to do this. They leave, so they'll do skins. Like, it might be, like, eight groups that are playing in the men's league. They're all back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. And they're women, too, in the men's league, which is very interesting why they call it a men's league. I don't care okay. about the women being there. just it sounds yeah. like you should have a better like, name. Maybe for change it. the name. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, um, Non-gender-specific, maybe binary, you know, those kind of terms. Um the league <laughs> yeah the league there it is um so what they do for skins is on par three is they'll leave a golf ball just sitting on the hole whatever like whoever hit the ball closest they'll just leave that ball there so like as for the closest come, to the hole not for skins well they they call it skins it's essentially like getting paid out for closest to the pin oh okay yeah. Well, they should um, change the name for that too actually. <laughs> there's a lot of things they should probably do here, Kev. Yeah, but I so I'm I'm seeing these balls on the green like as we're, I was like, what the hell is going on? They're like, that's where we leave it for the men's club. I was like, guys, there's got to be a better way to do this. Like, you ever heard of a ruler? Or- well, pencil and paper like i, I just especially like, because of the situation that you are in where you're playing and you're not in the men you know, what, like it's one thing if stanley did that and everybody for those tea times was in the men's league and somebody followed the last group and checked and then they knew who it was but these guys are going off all willy-nilly and it could be hit by somebody else it yeah. could like a squirrel could just run across like this is not a way to measure how far away you are and all right so you're walking up to it and you, th- your ball's like eight feet away and the ball before was like eight and a half feet. Like you're going to have to take out a, me- a tape measure to measure it. Right. Unless you're just going to say that yeah. you beat them. So if we're already going to the extreme of taking the tape measure, I think you should just write it the fuck down. Like, or send like, it to a group text, maybe. I- yeah. Like, me- like they're probably doing it so that people teeing off can see where it is. But why does that matter? It does not. It does. Exactly. But I will say one of the guys I was playing with, uh, I was paired up with Gary Gary and Byron. Um, real easy. I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a Brian. Those He's are some Byron golf games, and then two Gary's. Oh, yeah. The Gary's came out to play. Um, one of the Gary's he was in his mid-70s, and this guy was hilarious. Let me tell you, he didn't <laughs> he didn't he was all about the pop, the pace of play, the pop, the pace of play. He was all about the pop. And is that what he called it? Did he call it? Uh, that's pop? what I call it. That's what I'm calling oh, it. I, I uh, thought I'm he did disp- something new. No, if he did, that shit would be badass though. <laughs> I thought he uh, was just like using the term all day and now you're, you adopted oh, it. <laughs> it. No, I, I wish, I wish that that's how it went down, but no, he was all about pace of play. We we're on, so we teed off at nine. So we're yeah. probably, we probably had made the turn by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're on the back and the cart girl comes over. Um, And she says, oh, good morning. Uh, I mean, basically, good afternoon. He says, basically, good evening. I I was like, yo, bro, we're only, so just to fast forward this, we only, we played in four hours and 15 minutes. It's not like we were playing some (laughs) five-hour round here. Like, this guy was so frustrated with the pace of play that he was just losing all composure. And it's funny because there were three women uh, in front of us They were the probably the fastest group I've ever seen. They played so quick. It was like people that were like three groups ahead of them that were like causing the slowdown. Um, But dude, it was the funniest thing how how angry Gary was getting about how slow he's like you can't do fucking anything around here and it was always after a bad shot it like gary wasn't bringing up the pace of play after he he struck one it was he shanks one god damn you can't you can't even get in a a fucking rhythm with this bullshit i'm like gary you hit hybrid every shot like i think you're in a rhythm my friend like wait dude this is funny because this is your exact boy that you played with at Portland that's also in the Stanley Men's Club that every time he fucked up he was blaming like something like the music or, uh, or like your buddy right same thing yes they sound like clearly the same Clearly not my buddy, the guy from that Stanley Mansley. But yes, same sort of situation. Gary's the man. I would have drinks with Gary all the time. Gary was drinking Bud Heavies. Gary offered to buy Let's me a go. beer. I, I I turned it down only because I already had my own and I didn't need another. I wasn't just gonna like have you buy me something to buy me yeah. something. I appreciated the gesture, but I already had one and I didn't I didn't need him to spend his money. He bought one for the whole group. But what Good a guy! The, the I know the other Gary though comes up to me on the second hole and um no sorry uh on the third hole we just finished the second hole and he's 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 kind of like looking at me funny and i like and i was like i don't know did did we get paired up and i pissed you off or what, what what happened here he's like where do i know life in the rough from as he's pointing to my shirt and i was like I don't know, Gary, but I would really like you to tell me where you know life in the rough from. Yeah. Because that is a golf podcast. Let's Let's unpack that, Gary. And the original Kevin O'Coin host available every Thursday on Amazon, Spotify, and Apple everywhere you get your podcasts. Um, And he was like, oh, my God, that's it. I've listened to your podcast before. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, dude, I um, definitely didn't say dude. He was like in his fifties. Uh, he was like, yeah, um, I found it searching for golf podcasts online. And I was like, Gary, this is fucking awesome. I was so, po- it was like a proud dad moment. I'm not even a dad yet. Yeah. Like the podcast is certainly not my child. And Courtney would very much be displeased if I ever referred to it as my child. Well, uh, well I can say the po- podcast, my child. So you can appreciate how important it is. It's our brainchild. There's a lot that went into it. And I mean, it even goes back to Gary's bringing up. He's like, Life in the Rough. That's such a great name. I was like, Gary, first of all, I appreciate that. Sounds like you're a great judge of character. Um, But second of all, that took Kevin and I a lot of work. Uh, there were a lot of failed names, and maybe in in a future episode, maybe in our off-season episodes when we're not talking about as much golf, we'll, we'll go through our, our, our failed um, attempts at, at, at uh, podcast names, because there were definitely some, some tongue twisters that were out there. Um, yeah, I'm going to go through the crypts of my notepad yeah. section. Yep. I'm sure um, there's some in there. A hidden. lot of beards and beers, I think we were, and that doesn't flow good. And bogeys. There's a lot yeah. of bees. We were working yeah. with a lot of bees. And I don't know why we suck so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I am amateur I suck. But And by the scorecards that I'll let you into later, you can tell there are a lot of bogeys. But life in the rough, you could still get pars from the rough. You Hell yeah. All it means is you're dealing with situations. You're wheeling and dealing out on the course. Your stress level's at an all-time high. You're going to be exhausted. It's going to be overwhelming at times, and you're going to think you're going to three-putt many times. But you save that two putt, and that's why we're life in the rough. Yeah, it's a very labor-intensive game, people. I agree. So that was pretty much the highlight of my round. I mean, I I, I shot a forty on the back, so I mean, I was very okay. pleased with nice. that. Forty, 48, yeah. forty-eight going out with two sevens. Um, it oh, just no. I had to punch out on off of three tee shots. Yeah. Um, I on one of the holes that I tripled, I hit it into the bunker, and it took me two to get out because the sand was like concrete because of all the rain yep. that was like. And on one of the bunkers in the back cab, I couldn't even play it. The entire bunker was water, and this made me feel really good about what I'm playing. Um, zoom in with my phone. I'm like, I gotta identify the ball. I can't just say that's my ball and not yes. yeah. Life in the rough logo, very easily up. seen, very easily seen. That's uh, awesome. Um, I actually got my. Um, Got my toes a little bit in the water and uh, went and got the ball with the rake. Um, there you go. Up, But it was all right. Um, yeah. So forty-eight going out, bunch of punch outs. I just had a, a, a like a bunch of shitty shots. Um, yeah. So that wasn't great. But yeah, forty a um, forty coming back, I was real pleased with. Um, I hit five greens um, on the back. So in eighty-eight. 88- oh, <laughs> okay. Five greens total would have been a rough day for sure. Yeah, that's probably how my, like, last couple rounds went. But Granted, yeah. I'm also looking at my scorecard from Saturday now and feeling self-conscious about the statement I just made. So, Dude, mad. I didn't even – today, at, like, after my weekend, I didn't even put fairways and greens down on my scorecard. That's the first time. Also, I was keeping Dennis's score, so I I didn't feel like putting all that information down. Yeah. Um, I felt like an asshole after the round uh, talking about putts. He's like, I think I had this many putts. I was like, honestly, dude, I'm so sorry. I'm selfish, and I didn't write down your putts. Um, I've got mine. I don't know if you want to know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't if I'm no, keeping that's... score, I don't write other people's. But you know who does that? So um, Pat, uh, who usually I didn't play with the Pats this weekend. I was going to ask away. which one, like, I would know which one is which. And like, it would make a fucking difference. Yeah. One of the Pats, always, same guy always keeps score. And he is the best scorekeeper. He like he'll circle birdies, square bogeys, and he'll put a diamond around pars. So you can just like look at it really quick and know. And then he writes in putts and, um oh, what else is, I think he writes like one other thing, but he'll write in putts for like all, like he'll ask me, say, like, oh, how many putts do you have on the last hole? And like, I love it. Cause he'll just like send me the picture of the scorecard or give me the scorecard after. And then like, I didn't have to think about it. And he just wrote it down. Tell him to mind his own fucking business next time. Uh, I mean, there are certain holes that I yeah, want to tell him to mind his own fucking yeah. business for sure. But- it was a three putt, Pat yeah thanks for bringing it up for like dad hit mom at the dinner table and now it's gonna be four. not awkward yeah okay <laughs> anyways right, so, so you shot what a four 87 88 88 excuse me um okay. yeah n- nothing nothing to write home about my my handicaps increasing but that's only gonna help us come the, the tournaments that we have coming up so whatever it is what it is okay all right um, um do you want me to talk through my do you want to? Go day for day, we'll just go back and forth. Yeah. I played Saturday as well. And I know how you were saying it's really key to get out there early for your tea time for tea time on a weekend so you can squeeze in all this golf. Yeah, I had a 6 36 tea time on Saturday morning. Um it, I literally so the course is like twenty minutes from my house. When I was leaving my house, it was still oh, no. it was impossible I wouldn't have been able to play golf when I left my house. It was that dark. Um, um impossible. I try I mean, I mean, yeah, come on wait it would have been hard it would have been t- quite difficult <laughs> yes okay that's fair that's fair i could get a glow in the dark ball for the first hole but um so i went up to play a different course fairways of half moon up in uh, i think it's in clifton It's in half moon which i think is part of clifton park dude up here in albany the towns are weird there's not like town borders like i feel like if you're like in this part of this town you're like oh yeah i'm from here and it's like they all like kind of co. It's really confusing. I can't. They like it make up anymore. what town they're in, and when they're not. Not real. It's like there's like towns, but then like each town has like five sections of the town. Ta- like there's a town of Colony, which is where I live, but I technically live in the village of Colony, which is apparently different. Because when we first moved here, I had to call like the town hall about something, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, you're in the village of Colony. You have to call them." We were the first tea time of the day, which is fantastic. We? I got paired the up. No, I got paired up with these three other guys who I, uh, this is why I said it because I want to mention who I got paired up with. So I got paired up with um, also Dennis and then Joe and Mike. So Joe is the son of Mike and then Dennis teaches with Mike. So the dads know each other and then Joe's the son. Joe's like 25. That's awesome. Um, Dennis is walking and the other two guys are riding. Um, so I'm walking with Dennis a lot. Find out he has a PhD in sports psychology. He's like a gym teacher for an elementary school. Also teaches at like a couple of colleges and is a professor for like master's programs. And he's a golf instructor. He, he shot even par this day. Like he was, he was really good.
1: Um, day, and then he shot. even yeah,
0: par. Mike uh, teaches with him at elementary school. And then Joe, his kid gets lessons from dennis or whatever so he they're they're all good golfers um so it was like a really fun group to be a part of and i those two were riding and i was walking with dennis who's the golf instructor so i was like talking to him all day super like super smart guy but also like super interesting to talk to because like he obviously knows golf way better than i do and he just he shot even par and just made it look so effortless like if you just watch this guy on the range you probably wouldn't be impressed by how he played golf but he just I don't know. He he got the ball to the green and the appropriate amount of shots, and then two putted like pretty much every hole. It, it was, was almost like boring to watch. Like he yeah, he it's even... exactly how I I would classify it as really boring golf. It was almost like it was so boring that if you were playing with him and you didn't know his score, you would not know that he shot even par because you weren't really that impressed by him. But he was just like quietly just making par all day. Yeah. Now I I have a question, and this is gonna make me sound obviously ridiculous because um, I would love to shoot even par. But I I could get behind the belief that it would be boring to just go fairway green, two putt, everything. Like, yeah. never be in any sort of trouble. Like, I feel like you could really lose appreciation for the game really quickly if you had the ability to do that. Like, you weren't, like, yeah. great at anything, but you could hit a driver straight, and you could hit your irons at the number enough to get on the green. Um yes. Well, and and that was the thing, too. Like, he didn't – like, this dude's probably, like, I would say somewhere between 50 and 60. And he doesn't hit the ball. Like, he probably hit his driver. Like, if he ripped driver, it would maybe go 240. Okay. But he hit it straight, and he hit his irons really well and straight. And, like, even if he was in the rough, like, he would hit the green and then two-putt. Like, he was just making, like, kick-in pars all day. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, What what did he think about life in the rough? He loved he loved life in the rough. I told him to check it out. Gotta love that. And I actually he's exchanged like- numbers with Joe the kid, and they they say like the three of them play together like all the time. Oh, and they were like, are like, yeah, give me your number, like let's let's play together. They yeah. told me I passed the test. Nice. So how yeah. how did how the kid play? He sh- so he is he's an ex like uh, college baseball player, and oh, he gosh. just re- he played golf kind of like his whole life, but just started taking it seriously a few weeks a few years ago um and he, i think he told me he was like a three handicap oh fuck him yeah he was good he shot I, That I don't sounds. not i don't know what <laughs> he ended up shooting i think he probably shot like around an 80 if i had to guess yeah yeah so uh three gate guys i'll probably play with them again um i i had a pretty decent round i shot a 42 going out and a 41 coming in mm. i um i was um it's 3735 for par 72. And I there was three par fives on the front nine. Oh. Um, I had a birdie on the front, I birdied eight. Um, uphill par three, about 140. I made like a 15-foot putt for birdie. And then I also had a birdie on the back. I um oh, I birdied 18. I pulled my drive left and I was in the other fairway next to. 18 had 80 yards out and i stuck it to like three feet and yes knocked, knocked let's it in for go three. yeah it was sick um so yeah shot an 83 and then i um we played nine in the afternoon to julia and i we went over to um town of colony golf course played nine holes i um i actually don't have this we didn't write the score down julia didn't keep score that day she wasn't she wasn't really feeling that we were just kind of yeah. like knocking it around but i shot a 40 i just don't remember what I had on each hole because I was keeping like my like yeah, my I'm, one I'm, over two over in my head kind of thing over the course of the round. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Gilead um, does not need to be keeping her scores at this no time. oh no we'll talk about Sunday though because her and I played nine holes on Sunday too and she uh she she had like a legit score. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Um so you played Sunday too, right? Where'd you play? Uh so I went back to Blackledge. I played Gilead side. Um when I showed up there it you couldn't even see the fairway on one. It was so foggy early on um it was very difficult to to see but i got paired up with um rod and rob um dude craziest story i mean i've got to share this so they both grew up they've got to be in their 50s uh maybe early 60s um okay both of them served obviously thanked them for their service um one of them's like high up at the Pentagon, like cool fucking stories. Oh, I was, I yeah, was hearing I like it, it, it was pretty cool stuff, but so they could probably only tell some of those stories on the golf course. I don't think Nobody they would have been, uh, bro. It wasn't like they were telling them to me. It was like, I was listening to their conversation at, yeah, as a single, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, fucking, yeah. No, I'm, I know I'm, I'm I know sitting on yeah, my yeah. fucking thumb over here. Like, yeah, um, no, it, and we got very, um, conversational after, but like, this was in the first like couple holes. I realized like, wow, this guy's. Been through some shit but so anyways cool story so these guys both grew up in south windsor together um went to school together grew up and they haven't seen each other in over 30 years like they both went to college lived their life uh one lives in michigan the other lives in minnesota they were both back home for uh one was home for a wedding and i forget uh, what why the other was home yeah Um, um but like but they you know keep in touch this and that all the time they're in group chats and yeah they hadn't played golf together in 30 years they haven't seen each other in over 30 years i was like guys this is fucking awesome like that's sick yeah the fact that like ah oh, i mean i'm certainly not old enough to have like friends like that and like in that yeah, sort of no, capacity I mean- but like i just thought it was the coolest thing that these guys you know grew up together were, were friends and somehow stayed connected throughout 30 plus years like they were asking each other questions like it's almost like they didn't even know what they did for work um like yeah it 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 was i i thought it was so cool so uh, yeah playing with rod and rob um wait hold on i when you first started telling me about like what the story was i thought you were gonna say they just happened to book the same tea time while they were home and just showed up that could you imagine been, yeah that would have <laughs> been that would have been crazy so we we're supposed to be a foursome and wh- whoever the other single was uh didn't show up and they're like oh so so where's your buddy i was like uh i booked a single and let me tell you looking at my watch i was like it wouldn't be my buddy if he was three minutes late to our tea time that's for damn sure unless it was your buddy jack which he would be and <laughs> then he still would be. so yeah you're sorry right. jack it's all right uh, he actually reached out to me today he was like dude the last episode was hilarious I, he was uh, coming home from like breezy point i was like yeah man listen we break it down every every angle you want to hear from kevin and i got that like a yeah, rubik's cube up. um <laughs> that's a new one um <laughs> that new one doesn't even make sense but we'll let it slide i don't well there's mad angles to a rubik's cube when it's not in the shape of a square like my my shits Ooh, are okay always fucked up. you know what i mean you got the jagged edges and whatnot. All right. You played Sunday, right? Did you play on Sunday? I Brian, did you play it's golf on Sunday? So not really. Um <laughs> I I I went out with um with a 44, 8 over. The only cool thing about it was I chipped in um on a par three. I so uh set eighth hole on the front of Gilead. It's only about like 160 to the flag. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunker on the left hand side and right hand side. Um I pulled it left, went over the bunker, but the problem with going over the bunker is then you're hitting back downhill. You've got to clear the bunker, but everything is below you. And then the green runs away. So like trying to get it to stop, I was like, Oh God. So I fluffed the shot and I was like, awesome, Brian, way to go. The fucking rod and Rob are over here trading war stories with their fucking birdie putts. I'm over here like a jackass fluffing my shots. I was getting nervous, palms were sweaty, and then I just chipped in. I was like, "Yes, thank God. Let's Fuck. Oh go. my like, god, thank God. Oh, I needed that. I'm so, I'm so good at golf. Let's go." Yeah, I, I I thought that. I was like, "Yeah, this is great." Um and then I proceeded to have three drops on the back nine. Uh oh, so a shot a no. 40. Dude, bro, just awful golf. But that's what happens when you lose golf balls. You're going to you're, you're going to have a lot of double bogeys. Um, and that's what happened. That's 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 what happened there. <laughs> yeah, <what> happened. <laughs> yeah. So I had like five double bogeys and a triple. I shot a 92. Um, it wasn't great, but let me tell you the company that I had with Rod and Rob, they both said they're going to check out the podcast. Um, sick. And dude, it was an awesome time. Enough to get me back out, you know, on Monday. I had that itch. Dennis reached out. He's like, Bro, you want to golf? So- um, Monday. I was like, Yes. I love it, that. He's like, Where you want to play? I was like, anywhere you want because i knew he wasn't gonna say blackledge because that's like much closer to me so i was like he's gonna say somewhere that i haven't played that yet well and if you say anywhere you want then that person is now responsible for finding the tea time now then you just got to be told like yeah we're playing at this time sweet brother it it also helps yeah certainly a lot less responsibility i'm just saying hey let me know where you have a tea time i'll be there yeah um so that's how that worked but yeah, so I mean, I listen. I didn't play great golf Saturday and Sunday. I mean, but there are a that lot leads of me things. to believe you played great golf on Monday. No, uh, really? Oh, okay. But Sorry. I, I mean, <laughs> no. It, well, I I mean, a new course. I am just gonna go right in. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. I had five three putts. I, like, okay. Tough greens. I mean, that's it, fifteen there, strokes right there. Well. Yeah, that's assuming I chipped in on every hole that I was going to put on all five of those holes. I just chipped in and didn't have to putt. We, can, I, no, I'm saying that's 15, like three, five, three putts. This is just 15 strokes. So that's 15 oh, strokes on your round, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I'd call it five more than it should have been. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, but no, dude, nice course. Um, had a birdie on the fifth hole. Um, eight handicap, uh, 420 yard. Um, par four oh, that's a tough t-shirt actually that green is really tough there too that's a good birdie dude you want to hear how nice of a birdie it was i'd love I'll, to hear but, about this birdie. it was like a 25 foot putt downhill right to left and I, like as it was going i was like oh yeah track track i was getting i was getting real yeah. loud getting real loud i was like track Try, oh yeah! Drop for Car girl sitting right over there. She's just watching. I was like, yeah. "That's the birdie mug Shoot ah! Shoot ah!" <laughs> and then I started throwing up the, the the fake guns, and I was like, "I deserve a drink." And I don't. I I feel like she didn't catch like the, the previous like ten seconds of what I was doing because she was like, "Okay, well, I I serve those like I, I <laughs> like, like that's literally the only reason I'm on the course right now." So like, yeah. here we are. Um, i I'm, it's late. Your Day, move, sir. I'm working. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so very um, labor intensive, yeah. Um, so went out, went out, went out with a 44, nothing great, eight over. Um, oh. came home though yeah, at 11 over 47, yeah, at 11 over. Me and Dennis both shot 91s. Um, we didn't play great, like, I well, I, I had five three putts, yep. The, the, take make them all two putts and i'm at a 86 uh we had like there were shitty situations there were there were some punch outs him and i had to we were dealing with some shit there was some shit and then yeah the greens were difficult um but yeah it was the trees Mm -hmm. sorry i didn't mean to cut you off the trees at rolling meadows are also pretty similar to you know, like the trees at Stanley. How, like, if you're in the trees, you kind of get like there's a lot of those like low hanging branches. Yeah, I you feel like Rolling S- Meadows is a lot like that. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you when you're underneath <laughs> them, like, oh, for, here's a perfect example. I had a punch out today that went six yards. Uh, I, I, I had I next shot, dude. I could, yeah, awesome. Couldn't <laughs> barely swing the club, and I, I, it was I used a hybrid. And I almost just used it like a putter, and I just tapped it through the trees, and then it was my next shot. But like yes. nice track. I would definitely, definitely go back there. But um something I'd half have, have to bring up. Um oh, I can't wait to hear. It. We're on the second hole. Yep. Let's say uh, quirky weird like weird hole there. it's it the the T-boxes are very elevated. You're shooting down uh into a fairway. It's only like 300 – 30 yards, something like that. Yeah. But you're um, dead right, dead left. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. You have to hit the ball straight. Yeah. Um and me and Dennis both put our balls. Actually, Dennis was a little left. He was just into the rough, but he had a great shot. Um, yeah. I was in the fairway. We're like we we're walking down and we get to my ball and like I'm you know, checking it out, seeing what I'm gonna hit. All of a sudden a ball comes flying right past us and i'm like what the fuck like what so like i'm trying to like comprehend what, what's happening here and i i turn around there's a kid on the tee box just alone one, one kid well his girlfriend was in the cart he he needed permission to get out that day but it was only him playing um oh that and we look behind us and we're 60. like what the fuck oh yeah we could have a whole episode on that ridiculousness yeah but um we look behind it, like what, like what the fuck, dude? Like we haven't even hit our second shot yet. Yeah. What makes you think it's time for you to hit? Um. So, anyways, <clears throat> I I I remember seeing him like when we were on the first tee. He was definitely younger than us. Had a mullet, looked like a fucking loser. Um, <clears throat> couldn't even grow a mustache like Cam Smith, but he was definitely younger than us. And I was like, I bet he's not even going to drive down here until we're like on the green. And that's what he did. He sat on the tee box and waited, and then he drove all the way down. Like, it looked like an idiot because it was cart path only. So he walked, like, 100 yards to his ball, shank it into the water, um, and then proceeded to, like, four putt with his super, super short shorts. Um, So the next hole is a par three. Um, And we had to wait a couple minutes um, for the group in front of us to, to play the hole. So we had already teed off and he was just sitting back there in his cart. And we were like, or I say, I was like, Hey, do you want to just play up with us? Yeah. Um, Like you're there's a foursome behind you. Like there's a a foursome in front of us. Like you're more than welcome to just play up with us. He's like, he's like, Oh, um, do you want me to just go ahead of you guys? I was like, no, 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 that doesn't do me any good whatsoever. I said, I just want to make it – if you're going to be behind us, I don't want you to hit into us. So if you're going to play with us, that would make it safer for us. Because right. you don't know the group in front of you is going to let him play through. They're not. And they probably won't. No, he – and, and then he proceeded to, like, shank his ball into the fucking woods. And we are like, oh, thank God we're not playing with him. But, like, just the you turn ass- around and say, nice shot? No. I mean, we there were some turns because he kept hitting so much lumber that we... Like, how could you not turn and see what's, you know, happening behind you? It was like squirrels yeah. were getting into fights in the trees. But, yeah, I was like, do I want you to play in front? No. At, what? Are you confused? Um. He... Left the course, I think, after the 8th hole. He drove home. You went that far? I don't know. I mean... Maybe maybe he had had a dinner reservation to make. I don't know. I was thinking that maybe he was a member. So, like, he just didn't care. He paid the cart fee, and it was like, whatever. I'll play as many holes, but I don't feel like waiting. Oh, Because as a single, like, it sucked for him. At that point... Like So, here's what then happened after. So, like, it was relatively slow. We played in, like, 420 or so like it wasn't like horrible in the grand scheme of things but we were playing quickly so we were constantly waiting there were holes where like he's waiting right behind us but we already asked him if he wanted to play with us he turned it down we're not asking again so right then he should have saved it for a hole or two later i I, dude i didn't care well at that point i wouldn't want to play with him anyways because he kept almost teeing off when we were still like clearly in the fairway he just you game. should have hit it back at him. So he didn't hit a second one, but we were on a hole and we just got to the green and there was a ball. like he hit his second shot and it was like 10 yards short of the green. And I was like All oh right, shit. Happens again. We'll see this this is what you want to do today? And guys, I'm not trying to act like a tough guy here, but that's something that there's no room for that on a golf course it has no business anywhere on a golf course being hit into is dangerous people can get fucking hurt and it's not needed if if it's a blind shot and you or shank it like completely have no idea that's fine but if you're like yeah if i get a hold of this i'm definitely gonna go over them like the don't hit wait you're waiting anyway yeah um that well that's the thing like yeah so uh, Uh, Sorry. uh, it's actually for i had an example of this for me where I hit into somebody actually last weekend, but it was like a short par four and you can just see the top of the flag on the green. And I thought the group in front of us had already moved past the hole because the last like 50 yards are downhill, like over a little mound. So you can't see it. Yeah. That and happens. I hit like my best drive I've ever hit on this hole. And like, I went right over the bunker, like hit the downslope or whatever. Um, and then I was actually playing with Julia and then she was teeing off. And as she's teeing off, I'm like looking at the fairway and all of a sudden the guys, like you just like see their heads on the green. So like we went up there and I, we were in a cart and I parked at her ball and walked up and like yelled down to them and like apologized, Mm -hmm. which is what you do in that situation. You don't stay on the tee box and wait for somebody to pull away after they hit their second shot. And then, go down there and get your ball. You go and, apologize. And then not even bring it up when we like engage you in conversation on the next hole. Like that didn't happen. Right. Like I needed to bring up you hitting into us. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um yeah, man. So l- l- let me tell you, I got great sun this weekend. It was gorgeous okay. weather. It it was like oh, it was so nice. 75 and sunny every every day. Um Yeah. So I'm pleased I've got i've got nothing else golf related to talk about i mean i'm excited i know you do you do um yeah i got a full uh i have like 36 holes to talk about jesus christ all right let's get to it let's get to it we got 27 minutes until our fantasy football draft starts which actually we should know our draft positions now um i'll start going over my round and i'll let you kind of look into that if you're able to but So I did play, let let me talk to you about my round today, actually, because it's similar to your boy that was behind you at Rolling Meadows. I played, I went over to Orchard Creek, which is probably like one of the nicer courses around here. I, I shot the best round of my life there earlier this year when I shot 76. Um, And I just wanted to play somewhere different today. So I went over there. Um, I played the front nine and I was paired up with like another father son combo. And it was just unbelievably slow. And then the two guys I were playing with, or I was playing with, were only playing nine. So then when I got to the back nine, it was even slower. I finished twelve. I got to the thirteenth tee, and the group in front of me was waiting for the group in front of them, who was waiting for the group in front of them in the fairway. So I texted you, and I was like, "I'm I'm leaving. I'm I'm only playing. I only played twelve holes, but I shot." oh fuck where's my scorecard i want to say i shot six over i shot a 42 on the front um i did have a birdie on the back but i can't even log it i I birdied 11 uh or i'm sorry i birdied 10 par Um, 3 stuck it to like 12 feet and made the putt but nothing nothing really to write about i had a ton of boat i had i think i had six bogeys and three pars okay
1: nothing crazy mediocre just mediocre yeah like like um, the fifth
0: overall pick that you're gonna have in the draft oh nice that's good to know thank you what do you have i'm i'm the second overall oh jack's got six we're going robert brian kevin leslie pete kevin jack chris sean patrick matt okay okay smoked meats does this guy smoke more meat than you do no, I don't think he smokes any meats. I've actually been meaning to ask him why he. What has the hell kind of name is that? If you don't actually don't have a smoker. I don't know. I don't know. I love the team. That's my boy that lives out in San Diego that I played at the ranch with earlier this year. One of the uh, one of the best people I know, Matthew Decosta. Holler, shout him out. It. Um it's Just an interesting. But It's a good teammate. For, I I just find it interesting to have a team name of that if you don't smoke meat. I don't even know if he's even eaten smoked meats. Why are you naming your team? I don't know why his team is named that, and I've been mean to ask him since last year when he when he made that his team. I mean, I'm the Marlboro man. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I live in Marlboro, so I mean. Oh, you, I I forgot that was your team name. That's a great team name. I was gonna make it Life in the Rough, but I didn't want to like create conflict. Like, imagine if there were just Life in the Rough B, Life in the Rough K, like two T. <laughs> That would be funny. I thought I had a good team. Name. I had DJ Chark last year and I made my team name baby chark
1: Anyway, oh,
0: I hate you for putting that that tune in their head. Yeah, any any parents that are listening to this are gonna be livid. But I um I played Saturday morning at Town of Colony. I so Julia and I went over to Town of Colony to play nine holes Saturday afternoon. And while I was there paying, I asked if they had any early morning tea times on Sunday morning and they had a 706, which is the second tea time. There was a foursome in front of me and I end up getting paired up with two other singles. So three singles teeing off, which is kind of odd. Like that doesn't happen ever. Um, one guy, Ricky, like this middle-aged guy who was... It never happens. Um, It never happens at all. Uh, But actually two, two great dudes. So Ricky was like this middle-aged guy who was dropping off his son at college at St. Rose in Albany Um, on Friday. They had something Saturday or Saturday. They had something Sunday too. So he was playing like nine on Sunday morning. And then this guy, Luke, who just moved back to colony from New York city like on Friday and hadn't really been playing golf too much. Um, but was like excited to play golf more now that he's moving back to like some place that's more accessible. Um, he's probably about our age. Um, and he was actually, he was like, he's like, yeah, I play maybe like once a month, but he had like a very, very good swing, hit his irons really well. Um, he had a little bit of trouble with his driver, but, um, cool dude, let me walk you through my round. I kept all my stats on this one too. So I'm going to, I'm going to go through this one on detail for you. Um, So I, on one, I hit the fairway, hit the green, two putt for par. Two, I hit the fairway, hit the green, I two putt for par. Three, I hit the fairway, hit the green, I two putt for par. Four is a par three, I hit the green and I two putt for par. That sounds boring. Yeah, really (laughs) good start. Really good start. Um, Five, I hit the fairway and I leave my approach shot short hit a chip shot to about four feet, make the putt for par six. I hit a bad dry. I pull it straight left, but I end up in the rough of the hole to the left, hit an approach shot, leave it short, like 20 yards short. And I hit a a approach. I chip it up to maybe 15 feet. And it's like a swinger right to left, make the putt for par. So I'm even through six coming up on a par five. So I'm excited. Love that. I hit another terrible drive and I have to kind of punch out and I chunk my punch shot. Mm. So then I'm in a spot where I'm like the balls below my feet and it's like a hard dog leg left at the end of the hole. So there's tall trees that I have to avoid. I have to like hit it right. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, oh, balls below my feet. It's just going to kind of like, work to the right a little bit so I aim a little bit right of the tree line and for some reason this shot draws into the trees so then I have to punch out I end up making double on the par 5 so I'm 2 over through 7 oh. um, I hit the green and I 2 putt for par on 8 and then I hit the fairway leave my approach shot short and hit a bad chip I put it like 30 feet past the hole and I poured in for par for a thirty-eight on the front. Love those thirty. Love shooting in the thirties. Hell That's yeah! Awesome man. I hit so I hit five fairways, five greens, and I had fifteen putts on the front. That's
1: so I go sick. to the
0: back. I hit the fairway, I hit the green, and I one putt for birdie. So, so I'm now one over through ten. Um, I missed the fairway, hit the green, two putt for par. I missed the fairway, missed the green, two putt for bogey. Then I hit the green, two putt for par. I missed the fairway, hit the green and two putt for par on 13. I missed the fairway, have to punch out, chip up and two putt for bogey on 14. On 15, I make bogey again. I missed the fairway, missed the green, two putt. 16, I missed the fairway, missed the green and I hit a bad chip shot and leave it in the fringe and I putted it from the fringe and made it for par. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so I zero putted on 16 and then I um, missed the green on 17, which is a par three, hit a bad chip shot, two putt for bogey. And then I hit the fairway, hit the green and two putt for par on 18 to shoot a 76. Fuck Yes. Like- tied the best round of my life i so on 18 i had like a 45 foot putt for birdie and i knew that i needed to make it to have the best round of my life so i took a run at it ran it like eight feet past the hole and made the comebacker to make par dude that's fucking awesome i made i probably made like Ten thousand feet of putts on, like on the back nine like like i was i was only playing with the other kid luke on the back nine Mm -hmm. and i was just like at one point like we we both just started laughing it was kind of like when i shot um at the time my best round the 77 at twin hills yep and the putts were just going in from everywhere kind of thing and we were laughing about it it was kind of the same situation but listen so i shot 38 38 On the front and the back, I hit five fairways, five greens, and had 15 putts. Dude, that's like just like the most consistent round of golf you could ever have. Yeah, so that was fucking sick. And so that was Sunday morning, and then Julia and I go to the range Sunday afternoon. I get a large bucket, we split it, and then she was like, "Oh, let's hit more balls." So she goes gets another large bucket, we split it, and then we're done. And she's like. Do you want to go play nine holes? Love and that. I was like, yes, I would love to go play nine holes. So we go back to Colony, and I I shot a one over 37, which combined with my 40 from Saturday afternoon. So I posted a 76 and a 77 to my gin this weekend. Fuck yes, let's go. Yeah, that's going to drop handicap, so hard, dude. Yeah, which brought my handicap from a 10.1 to an 8.9. Wow, that's awesome. I'm going in the other direction, but that's sick, man. I can't yeah. Wait so I was play. playing really good. I, like the the nine holes I played with Julia, I was just like every approach shot I had, I was just hitting the middle of the green. I, I was, I, I don't know, like I I just felt really good over the ball, and that's what it comes down to. I feel like you just, you stand over the ball and you feel confident and you know you're gonna hit a good shot. Absolutely, you know? dude. Absolutely. That's sick, though. Hell um, yeah. So busy round or busy uh, weekend of golf for the boys. I'd, I'd say so. I mean, I, I I was able to log in fifty four holes. You're logging. 72. I logged 54 plus 12, yeah. so 66. Not, not logged, but played. Yeah, I logged 63. You can it still was log just, the front nine of... Oh, yeah, I will. Yeah. I have it written down. I, I think it's in my car. I think that's why I just don't have it on me. But um, I was pissed, too. So I made the turn. I bogeyed 10, but then I birdied 11. So I was like, okay, well, maybe I can save the round a little bit mm-hmm. here. And then I bogeyed twelve. If I had made par on 12, I probably just would have stuck around and tried to play with it. I made the bogey and I was like, fuck this. I don't feel like waiting. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) for sure. For sure. If you would went par birdie, you would have been like, yeah, Yeah. let me get to the 14th hole. Let Yeah, exactly. And we'll just log some bogeys going out and then we're good to go. Yeah, the birdie too. It was like like a probably like a 20 foot putt that just went in. So I, I was feeling good about it. And the tee box for the next hole for the guys that were in front of me, they were like teeing off like 20 feet away while I made the putt too. So I didn't even look at him. I just like strutted away. Like I was hot shit. Oh, it was walked it off. Like he knew it was going in from the get go. I was looking like tiger out there. Fucking love that dude. Oh yeah. So yeah, we have a draft we need to get to. We do, but do we need before... to cover anything? Well, we just need to remind everybody about the Easter Seals tournament. That's coming up next oh. week. If you have not yet registered, please do immediately. Um, get your foursome in line. See if you can compete with, life in the rough guys um we will be placing a merch order um i placed one last week without telling kev um so we'll have some items uh this coming week just to give away at the golf tournament um but we have not placed our actual merch 3.0 order yet um i just grabbed some quick stuff some hats some polos so we'll have them on hand for um anybody that's interested um 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 in in terms of anything else, I don't know. I got a short week. I've got, I'm taking Friday off of work. My sister's getting married. Uh, I actually didn't put in PTO for that yet, but I'll figure it out. Um, so I don't know what my. Oh, I'm sure those weren't last minute plans either, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I don't know what my week's going to look like in terms of golf. I've got another fantasy draft tomorrow, Tuesday. Um, maybe I'll try to get out Wednesday, Thursday, the rehearsal dinner. Saturday, I'm sure there's some shit. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm hopeful for eight. Uh, 18 to 27 to maybe 36 holes to talk about next week. Hopefully 36 fingers crossed. Uh, Julia's already talked about playing golf tomorrow after work. So I know I got at least nine for Tuesday and then I don't, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'll be playing a lot of golf over the next week or so. So I'll be here to talk about it. Awesome, man. Can't wait. Well, we'll catch all you guys next week. I'm Kevin O'Coin and I'm Brian Ackley this has been life in the rough, the podcast. Woo! See ya.